You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Okay, so we have another amazing guest who we've already had on, and I'm so excited to have her again because she's a recurring she's, guest. Yes, sorry, we. That's, uh, what, they say, that's what they say in the. Excuse me. We're not hip to the jive. No, we don't use apparently the right I'm language. Not. Um, okay, so we have the lovely Martha Adams on again, and I'm just so stoked because I got to go on a little girl date with her a couple of weeks ago, and it was just the loveliest. It was so nice, and she looked. She she's here. <laughs> Hi, Martha. <laughs> You looked so, you looked so beautiful that night. Like I know you're beautiful, but in person I was like, she's so pretty. And you know what that means? That means I'm going to buy you drinks every time because oh my god! Worked. I mean, obviously. And she ordered her. You ordered that's how a, I got. That's how I got Brittany Martha. I yeah, just, I just kept giving her drinks. <laughs> she ordered a Manhattan, and it was like so sexy. But then she was like, "The ice cube's supposed to be translucent." And it's actually not. And then I was like, oh, I'm like, is that a big difference? How do you get an ice cube? And she was like, I have absolutely no idea. I just know that that's what it's about. <laughs> and she didn't tell the waiter or anything. She just told me. And she's like, oh, my God, I hope that didn't sound bad. I'm like, no, I love that you know this. She's just very fancy. If it makes you feel any better, Martha, while you guys were out having a girl's night and I and I I heard that there was like a beautiful cheese dish that you guys had. Yeah, she made me take it home. I had grilled cheese sandwich. Wow. It wasn't. It couldn't have compared to this. I had a grilled cheese sandwich with the kids. Oh my God, Martha. What is it called? I made you say it like five times. Say it again. Oh my gosh. She's Giada. (laughs) Mattarella. You know Giada? Now watch someone who's actually Italian. Oh my God. He doesn't even. No, it's Borata. That's yeah, right. so she says it like you know Giada, the cooking um, oh, the girl, little, the little girl. Yeah, she like cooks and she's completely English, and then all of a sudden she says anything in Italian, and she's like bruschetta, and like Martha was the same. She was like, yeah, I'll have a Manhattan, and we'll have the bratta, and I was like, oh my god, okay. Well, that is not why we we're digress. here today. No, Martha. Martha is an expert in finance yes. and all cheese, apparently. <laughs> 
okay, so we brought Martha back because we did a couple um, questions on our IG, on our, on our, our IG asking uh, people to write in any specific financial questions that she want that they wanted Martha to um, talk about. So we have well, we brought Martha back for multiple reasons. Yes. Number one reason is a we thoroughly enjoyed the first time, and b so much information off of that first one, and in, and in such a unique way as well. I had never heard of money the way that you had talked about money. Well, that's really kind, very humbling for me. And I loved my conversation with with the two of you. You're both so real, hilarious, mm-hmm. and relatable. Um, so easy to to connect with you both. And so I am so excited to um to be back continuing the conversation. Perfect. Wonderful. So we're going to we're going to start off where we kind of left off just in case someone didn't get a chance to listen to that first podcast. Martha, you had introduced the idea that there is a relationship with money that doesn't look the way that most people think that relationship looks like. Can you expand on that for us? Mhm. So when we're talking about money, if you visualize for a moment, if I say talking about money or if I say managing money, what do you immediately see? We think in pictures and those pictures represent our associations, what kind of relationship we have, what kind of connection we have. And when we talk about money, we see everything that's external. So we're going to start to see charts, graphs, bank statements, Mm -hmm. investment statements, all of those kinds of ideas ultimately become our starting place. But the reality, the truth is that the starting place is actually internal, Mm -hmm. not external. So when we actually begin with the way that we feel, with our emotions, we truly change the game. We change our perspective of the entire conversation and it becomes the most accessible conversation there is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like both of the money and, and relationships are both so similar as they're both fueled by emotions. And I think people only they don't really recognize that, right? Like in a, in a relationship, obviously it's full of emotions, but then there's money, which is full of emotions. But when they're together, they don't always like match. Anyway, that is kind of where we left off um, the last episode. So we wanted um, some viewers, some listeners to write in some, with some questions. <laughs> so, so the question that kept coming up is more about managing money. And then in, ter- in terms of just managing money, it's breaking the cycle of negatively managing money that more than anyone else has, because for the most part, our community has listened to the original podcast, got great feedback from it. And what's, what the conversation seems to be happening more and more and more, even with ourselves is because now we've realized there's a negative cycle. How do you break that? That's perfect. Mm-hmm. So negativity is a feeling, right? Yes. So to break it, we've got to start with the feeling. If we're starting with the numbers, we're not starting with ourselves. I always say that I don't believe in the numbers. I believe in the person. Mm -hmm. The numbers change when we change. Mm. Right? So if all we're focused on is the numbers, 
So let's take an example and say, I'm always in debt, right? Mm -hmm. What have we done there? What kind of feeling is that statement bringing up? I would say it's a very, it's a victim. It's a, that would be a victim statement for me. Like, mm-hmm. like we don't mm-hmm. control it. We're always broke and we're not, we don't have a say in changing that. Absolutely. And if we look to external messaging that says, so whether it's friends, family, people that we would look to for advice and, or societal messaging, mm-hmm. right. That states you are that person, right. Mm-hmm. You are a spender, right? Any of these kinds of things, we then internalize that and accept it as fact, right? That's true. So I am the you, spender and you are the saver is how you see it. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Your perspective and your perspective of it is absolutely internal. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit good vibes with an S juice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits, 
to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. So if we want to change the negative dialogue, right, that negative cycle, We've got to change the way that we feel. But to change the way that we feel, we've actually got to address the negative feeling in the first place. We've got to acknowledge it, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm always saying, I'm, I'm always in debt, what I've done right there is to take a depreciating feeling of myself from the past, bring it into the present, and then guarantee its future. Because you're creating from there. Yes, absolutely. So if I want to change the future, I've got to change what I say to myself and what I feel right now. That's the only way things will truly change. So if you say this is where the idea of a positive affirmation comes into play, right? What you say about yourself is what you'll believe. Any truth You tell yourself, even if it's a lie, it will become a truth. If you say it over and over and over again, perception, you're going to believe it. Yeah, perception is reality, right? So you're kind of living in your own lie. That um, you nailed it. um, I think this is like a good segue for um, the questions that I I got a lot when I put it out there were from a lot of moms Um, going back to work after being on mat leave is hard um, for multiple reasons. You go back and sometimes women are going back and they're super excited to be, again, (laughs) a part of society and not talk to a baby all day. Maybe they're nervous because they're not not the same person when they left. Um, But there is a pressure to go back and perform, whether that's financially, emotionally, both. Um, but do you have any suggestions for a smoother transition? Yeah. And I think, um, first of all, um, acknowledging yourself, number one, acknowledging yourself, because the biggest thing that I see and hear time and time again, with time that was dedicated towards children, mm-hmm. right? As, as a parent, whether it's, it's the mom or the dad, um, there is a depreciation of that time within ourselves. Right. And we'll look at it because there, we didn't have, we didn't necessarily have the same monetary contribution to the family Mm -hmm. that will look at it and will depreciate its value to nothing or completely negative, like not even zero in into the negative. Right. Our self-image really does get hurt in the process, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how can we expect anyone to see us 
if we don't first see ourselves. And you, I feel like it's a, it's a battle of like um, worth, right? Like worth Absolutely. and worth isn't worth isn't earnings. You said this to me when we we're um, having dinner, and I was like, "Holy shit, she's right!" Like worth, I think, especially for women, your worth is your your contributions to your family when you're on mat leave, like you are, you are absolutely putting in the time. So then the first thing to do, and you're absolutely right. The first thing to do is to acknowledge your contributions, Mm -hmm. because I'll tell you, even from a financial perspective, when I would sit down with a couple and one was staying home, Mm -hmm. right? So let's just take for example, that the mom was staying home. Right. And if we were doing um, the insurance piece of of the planning, right away, they would both say, in a lot of cases, um, well, no, we don't need to plan for replacing this income. Yeah, we had the same conversation. Yeah, it's true. Right? Yeah, Yeah. we had the same conversation. But that's actually not true Mm -hmm. because that contribution to the family actually does have monetary value. Right. Because so let's take a a real life example. So when I was home with our son, if something, for example, had had happened to me, well, Morgan, my husband, would have had to work to replace everything that I did. And there's there's monetary value. to Of course. Yeah. The challenge is that when we don't see it, we don't believe it's there. So what with all my heart, I'm asking you to do is to see it within yourself and know that it's there. And that starts with acknowledging who you are, acknowledging your contribution. Mm -hmm. And just knowing within yourself that that period of time enriched you. And from that lens, you will know that it is invaluable. Mm -hmm. See, Martha, I have a unique um, perspective on this conversation because a I'm I've never been on mat leave, and I've always been the one financially who's contributed to this house. And we have had that exact conversation you just shared uh, about insurance. We sat down with our insurance agent. We looked at our at our um, you know if something happens to me, here's how much money we need. Brittany needs to sustain. If something happens mm-hmm. to Brittany, here's how much money I need to sustain. And it was a massive difference in the amount of money we deemed for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I never saw it Mm -hmm. the way that you just, that you just brought it up. So that's a very, here's where I struggle as a, as the male in this conversation who didn't stay home, who, who brings in the money, who can monetize it and say exactly what his worth is in theory. Right. And I'm doing it in air quotes. (laughs) It's, it's very hard for me when Brittany has a diminished listening of herself inside this. And one of the conversations we've had numerous times is she says, I feel like I lost myself. I feel like I lost my self-worth. And here I am, you know, super proud of the fact that we still have a house over our head. We still have food over on our plates. We still have like the diapers are paid for. I have this sense of pride that we were able to continue doing what we do while she's been on mat leave. And she's got it like she's lost herself. And so, and so there's this like internal battle where I'm like, what do you mean you lost yourself? Like sign me up for that all day, every day. Right. Cause 
you know, the other side mm-hmm. of the equation is she's got her stresses, but whoever's got to be the financial support system has their own stresses. You and know, it's like a weird competition when you're not trying to be, but you're like, well, my stresses are this. And you're like, well, my stresses are this. And you're just like, it's this kind of, it's this battle. Yeah, it's tough. It's Nobody like, wins. It's like, I'm, well, I'm sorry, Brittany, that you feel like you lost <laughs> yourself while I've been working 18 yeah. hours a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That, and that's such a hard thing. And, you know, we struggled about it. We've had these conversations. They get heated sometimes. Um, and ultimately, at the end of the day, we're all just trying to get some degree of acknowledgement, I think. I think we've got an incredible opportunity to develop a deeper listening of each other from the perspective of empathy. Mm-hmm. So, so often we can come at it from our internal perspective of looking for acknowledgement from the other when really looking for acknowledgement, acknowledgement rather from ourselves and asking for understanding from the other, because a comparison is only ever going to depreciate one or the other or both. Right. Right. And so Looking for acknowledgement and empathy through understanding is is one thing. And that really begins by understanding ourselves and our own internal dialogue, what we're saying to ourselves within ourselves, because that's when the blow-ups mm-hmm. happen. Now, can we switch gears a bit here? Because we are this podcast is being launched um, essentially around the holidays. And I feel like this is probably the stress, like one of the stressful or if not the most stressful time of the year in terms of finances for families because of Christmas. Um, Mm -hmm. And if, do you have any suggestions for a couple to kind of sit down and figure out like budgeting or any tricks or anything that you would want to suggest to somebody who is looking and saying, you know what, at the end of, in January, we look at, we look at our bills and we're like, holy shit, like we can't do this again next year. How do you prevent that? That's a really great question. So when we started the year looking at the bills, Mm -hmm. right, we started Christmas planning from the place, generally speaking, We'll have started Christmas planning from the place of everything that we want to buy. Right. Not necessarily the experience that we want to have. True. So if you're sitting down as a couple, what I always suggest is the idea of starting with the way you want these holidays to feel. Mm. And not just when, um, you know, in the, in the idea of the purchases, no, start with the way you want the holiday to feel and follow it through. So what I mean by follow it through is follow through to when then the bills arrive. Because mm-hmm. that is truly the feeling. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I was going to skip right, right? over that. <laughs> Falling snowflakes over a campfire, laughter, joyfulness. I wanted to, Basically, I wanted to, you want to live in a snow globe. <laughs> I wanted to skip over the bill part. Right. So if that's what you want, I mean, you nailed it right there. So you don't want that stressful bill part. Correct. So there's so much that can be done when you're focused on what it is that you actually want. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not asking you to necessarily tighten your belt and not get this, not get that. No, if it is, if you followed it through mm-hmm. to the bill arriving and you're not uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. 
you're happy, you know this is set aside, mm-hmm. great. Because the thing that you don't want, the difference between spending and enjoying is the feeling. Mm-hmm. And spending is poof, gone, right? Mm-hmm. Or looking at something with regret or remorse, right? Buyer's remorse yeah. is real. But enjoying starts from the positive place and continues from the positive place. Personally, is that holidays are about memories. Mm -hmm. And so in any capacity, let's focus on creating and continuing those positive memories. Yeah, I think the thing that I struggle with the most at Christmas time, Martha, this goes back to our first podcast, is I have a listening of money that lands like, if I can buy that for someone, then they know I love them. Mm Mm-hmm. Like for me, I want to give my kids everything. I want to give my wife everything. And I will go absolutely out of the way to prove my love to them by buying them things. So if I asked, what's the thing about Ryan that you love the most? He buys me things. (laughs) (laughs) No, I asked Brittany. No, no. I know. I'm kidding. (laughs) Can you imagine if that was... I, know. I love that Ryan oh, buys me things. No. Um, I just, Ryan, I love Ryan's personality, his humor. He's nice to look at. And oh, shucks. he's just such a wonderful dad. So it really just comes down to being with him, the experience. The kids know how much he loves them. Like it really has nothing to do with the gifts. Although Ryan, he's right. Like he will literally buy everything. I will. Yeah. For me, Martha, it's like, you know, you talk about the experience. I have the experience of having people just not worry, not stress, not concerned, get what they want. Just Mm -hmm. like Christmas for me is like the icing on the cake for an amazing year. But let's go like, do you, do you have to, like, is there anything that you do just coming back to like a budget? Like I've heard of people starting in January and say, Hey, let's, let's buy a hundred dollars gift card to the mall each month. And then come Christmas, come November, we've racked up a pretty great bill that we can now allot to this store for the kids or for this, whatever. Absolutely. So starting to set funds aside throughout the year is, is absolutely a valid and viable strategy. And so sometimes when we say, Hey, you've got to put money aside for this one thing throughout the year, the idea of that can really be daunting. Mm -hmm. And that's why for most people, that idea doesn't necessarily work. It's a great idea. Yeah. But the re- when something starts as a daunting feeling, mm-hmm. we don't really want to approach it in the same way. Mm-hmm. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, I think, but you were, you were on to something and we cut you off. I think I cut you off, but you were talking about, you know, seeing it all the way through right to the bill and the experience of, right? Yeah, because when we start with, the idea of what we want to buy, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And we haven't followed it through. Now we're caught in this negative cycle of the, really the make spend cycle, right? And now all we're focused on, we're starting our year, a really powerful time. We're starting with worry, um, like the January credit card blues, is is a really real thing totally. but the key is that it doesn't have to be right yeah. so how incredible is it like if we want to change the cycle if we want to start with something new mm-hmm. right then let's actually let's let's do it let's bring that 
in ourselves with one decision. One decision will do it. And it's with starting with the way that you feel. Mm -hmm. What I heard is like, take, take the emotion that you want for Christmas and the emotion you want after Christmas and then create a plan according to that. So what I would say, what that looks like for me is like, come January, not only do I want the experience of this at Christmas, but come January, I want to look at our bill and not worry about it. I understand. In theory, yes. that's great. In theory. But I'm I'm saying <laughs> I'm going to open this bill and I'm going to be like, yeah, I said that, but no, Christmas but is I, over and what, I'm pissed. <laughs> what I hear Martha saying is you create a plan that allows you to come into January with the emotion that you want to experience. And then there's a budget that actually fits inside that. And then work your way backwards. That's what I heard. That's it. That's, that's it. That's, that's bang on. That's exactly it. So let's just say, let's take the theory and make it uh, a reality right now. Let's just say that when you pictured Christmas and that was, um, and everything you pictured, that was a $3,000 bill. I'm just a random number here, but that was a $3,000 credit card bill that arrives in January. How do you feel? Shitty. Right? <laughs> Completely stressed. Yeah. So did you really enjoy the holidays? It's like the last day. It's like the last day on an all-inclusive trip. You're looking at the ocean with a margarita in your hand and mm-hmm. all you're thinking about is going back to work the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not actually so there. Yeah. You're not present You're to in that. paradise, but you're not in paradise. You're a day later yeah. at work yeah. with a, a pile of paper. It's That's like the, what it's like. The Sunday blues. You can never really enjoy Sunday yeah, because so you know Monday's tomorrow. Do you really enjoy Christmas knowing that that's right around the corner? Mm-hmm. The answer would be no. That's it. that's it. But if let's just say another random number, let's just say that that $3,000 was then re-envisioned and started from a positive place, continued from a positive place, and it ended up being $500. How do you feel? Great success. <laughs> there you go. So so then you say, okay, this is what I'm going to plan around. Mm-hmm. This is where I am happy. Right. Right? That's the number. Because what I showed in the example when I asked Brittany about what it is that she loves about you, Ryan, not for a moment did she talk about a single thing that was material. Now, I'm not saying not to have goals. She's not saying don't buy me anything for Christmas. Let's just be clear. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just throw it I'm out definitely there. not saying that. <laughs> but what I am saying is to be comfortable in it. Now, I'm not I'm also not saying don't want things. I want you to want things, right? Mm-hmm. That is excellent. I want things. But what I do is to put things through my own earn, grow, then enjoy model. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a specific example. I um I have an enjoy list. So things that I would like to eventually at some point buy for myself. And it doesn't matter if I can buy it right this second or not. Mm -hmm. I love having things on my enjoy list because it means that I am thinking about it over time. Do I really actually want this? And I'm always working towards something. Mm -hmm. So the, the specific example that just happened was that I really wanted the Dyson Airwrap mm-hmm. complete. The holiday set was coming out. <laughs> I was very excited about it. I've wanted it for years. 
And it doesn't matter whether I could have bought it before or not. It was, it ultimately, because it was going through um, me earning money first, then growing it, then into the enjoy, it becomes a goal, Mm -hmm. right? Because now I'm going to associate it with what money I earned, what I grew, and now what I've enjoyed. It started with a positive and worked through. Mm -hmm. So now I look at this air wrap and it all, all I see, I don't see the credit card bill. I see what I did mm-hmm. to earn the money, to grow it, yeah. to then have truly earned that enjoyment. It's like proud. it started and continued from the positive. Well, it's funny because I've, <laughs> I've experienced the opposite of that. I remember purchasing something that I thought I needed to justify mm-hmm. my worth. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. had that thing for what was it, seven minutes. <laughs> And after having it for seven minutes, I thought to myself, why am I driving this thing right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> then he had to sell a scooter. And so I, yeah. No, but then every time I got into the, every time I got, it's a car. Yeah. Every time I got into that car, I was like, this is the stupidest purchase I've ever made yeah. in my entire life. It wasn't made with positive like you would emotions. Think, you would think that it was, you'd think that it would have brought so much joy and pleasure. And yeah. to a certain degree it did. But I, I remember this is years ago. When I purchased it, I purchased it from a place of, I don't have enough, I'm not enough, so this will make it seem like I am. So I've had the opposite experience to what you just described numerous times, actually. But you learned from it. True. I did, yeah. That's I absolutely what's I did. Good. Absolutely I did. It's like an ex. You're like, oh, I could have done without them. But then you're like, holy shit, I wouldn't have been here, here, and here. I wouldn't wouldn't have met you and blah, blah, blah. Like everything kind of happens and... Now, Martha, I know that we're pressed for time here because I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the clock, but there is, and there's so many things we can talk about when it comes to this. But one of the things that I think we struggle with the most is this conversation Brittany and I have, and we've talked about this before. This is the conversation that Brittany and I just aren't really compatible with. You talked at the very beginning of this conversation and I heard freedom and ease in communication around this. Mm. I do not have full self-expression when it comes to money. I tiptoe around money conversations with Brittany. It's like walking on eggshells because I I don't want to fight. I don't want to have an argument about it. I don't want to have a disagreement about it. And it needs to be addressed. So if you're sitting here coaching us, because what I'm really getting from Martha Adams as a whole, if I could wrap it up into a nice little bow, is yes, there are conversations around money that need to happen. But all of those conversations don't mean anything unless your mindset changes. So how do we have a conversation about something that is a hard thing to talk about when we don't have full self-expression around it? So first of all, I want to acknowledge and celebrate the strength that you both have because it is through your genuine love and care for your community that you're sharing that. Mm -hmm. And for the Laughing Couple community, The fact that they're sharing this with you, I want you to know, and I know that Brittany and Ryan want you to know that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. That so many of us, when it comes to relationships, have challenges talking about and expressing ourselves when it comes to money. And then what I want you to hear and know is that those challenges are in fact the opposite. They are our greatest opportunities. Because Ryan, you mentioned self-expression 
And there's an operative word there. There's a key word. And it is self. So when we're talking about money from a relationship perspective, we must begin with ourselves and give space to our partner to find their voice. Mm -hmm. We must find our own voice and lift our partner up to find their voice because money has been there throughout our life. Anything that you can think of in your life, anything that is significant, right? Any memory, I'll tell you money was there. Mm -hmm. In some way, shape or form, money was there. Absolutely. Either there or not there. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. well, exactly yeah. right. You're 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 absolutely right. Yeah. And our emotional connection to that memory, our association to it, is the hidden secret to our riches. Whether that is in our communication, whether that is in our job, whether that is with our financial professional, whether that is in our purchasing decisions, it's there. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to communication as a couple, begin with the communication with yourself, because the more you understand and see yourself, truly see yourself, the more you will see and connect, truly empathize with what your partner is saying. The fact that you're married, the fact that you chose each other, was absolutely out of love and commitment. And that love and commitment is the foundation of this conversation, not the bank statements, not the investment statements, not anything else. Mm -hmm. And when you start with that, the rest will come. I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to sit there and sing Kumbaya all the time. I mean, let's, let's be really, let's be really real. I got a terrible voice. But the point isn't that the point is the commitment to the conversation. And there will be times where you'll potentially each want to step away. There are times with my husband where I just need to step away and I need, I need a moment so that I don't say anything ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Um, There will be those times, but my intention, the reason I will go and give myself that break is because my intention is to come back and actually be able to speak English. I mean, that's the, Absolutely. that's the whole, that's the plan. I'm the exact same way. I'm the opposite. I know. And then that's why it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's fine. Do you want to fix it? That's yeah. I want to fix it. Yeah. Right away. And I need, and I'm like, <laughs> that's I need some I space. I want to fix it. I want to, to like, fix it. The second is broken. I want to fix it. No, I need to like gather my emotions <laughs> so I can speak without crying. What I'm, what I'm hearing, huh, I understand what I'm, what I'm hearing is it's going to take some work. But what I'm really hearing inside it is if you do the work and you do the listening and you really discover for yourself what there is, the conversation you just had, the conversation you're having is gaining access to a lot of people continuing to have their marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what you just shared, what Mm -hmm. you just shared with us, thank you for doing that. What you just shared for us, I, I think if our community listens and hears what you said and really takes it on and does the work and does the self looking and discovery, you're going to save a lot of marriages with the conversation you just brought up. Well, that that's, that's humbling and a vision that, um, makes me really emotional. So, um, gosh, I'm glad we're not on on video. (laughs) 
She's like, I gotta go, guys. We gotta do that video test. Oh God. Um, anyway, Martha, we we are so grateful that you came on again. Um, and okay, so you're gonna do a live, so we will um we'll make sure that the community knows in advance. But we're going to answer. You got you. We're we're not gonna answer shit. We don't know anything. We'll just be there for the banter. We'll just try not to get in a fight. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're going to answer the, the specific questions people wrote in because some of them are, are very, very specific. But in that sense, I think that they're also broad enough that other people would like to know them. But that is for our live and we'll let you guys know. Um, if you want to find Martha anywhere, Martha, do you want to give your deets if people want to reach out to you? Yeah, I'd, I'd love that. So if you go to MarthaAdamsMedia.com, slash resources, you get access to all the free resources that I have available for you. Um, on Instagram, it's at Martha Adams media, LinkedIn is Martha Adams media. So generally speaking, if you search Martha Adams, Media, yeah. you're, you're going to find me. <laughs> and, um, and then I have a free Facebook group, which is the positive financial conversation with Martha. Adams. And let's Perfect. pump the book one more time. Yeah. The book is uh, My Heart's Message to You, and it is called Cleopatra's Riches. Awesome. Phenomenal book. Highly recommend it. And, um, you know, thank you so much for your time and your energy. We truly appreciate you coming back. I know that we've been bugging you a lot to get back on this, and uh, it's been so nice to have you again. From my whole heart, it's my honor to be here, and it's my honor to share time with you both. Thank you for having me. All right, Martha. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you, because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.